Sit. Good boy. Stay. Good boy. Oh, no, no, no. Hi. Um, it's springtime here and I'm walking by the most incredible colors right now. Um, Seattle's like so, so dead in the winter. It's so gray. It's so like colorless. So suddenly it's about to be May and I can see neon green, which to me is like, you know, if yellow is joy, then neon green is like really solid, like contentment. Um, these like tiny white balls that look like they bloom out into these tiny white flowers, like little stars. And I remember my dad telling me when I was a kid that they looked like, um, eyeballs, <laughs> which is true. And then like a fluorescent fuchsia, which is really just, you almost can't see it. It's so bright. Um, red, pink, and like a really pretty blue. Oh God, there's a puppy. Hello? Hello? Hey Colleen. Um, I was walking to a place that was still open at 8 so I could write some and then decided that sounded awful. Um, so now I'm walking, trying to find a quiet place, although this is Chicago, it's like 8.13 now and even if I try to avoid people, I can't really. There's no, um, it's not like Northampton, right, where you have to go out of your way to feel like you're sharing any air with anybody. Uh, it's sort of the default. Do you ever feel like you have like this choice between being comfortable enough to function and making something. I feel like, I think this is one of those times, I think sometimes I will, I have a schedule that works and that feeds me and that keeps me going and with, you know, it's stressful but it's not the worst thing. And then like, there are things I could do that would make a lot of that a lot harder. You know, like, that sort of older part of yourself that felt things way too hard to be, like, manageable, but because you didn't have a job or life, like, it didn't matter. You know, you could just kind of lean into it and then life would push you out of it and you'd be able to go back. And I think now that... Now that there are other things to do, it's hard to volunteer for some kind of romantic, emotional waste. But I also feel like my weariness to do this is why I don't write as much anymore. Um, because, well, writing poetry about taxes feels a lot like doing taxes and only one of those is required by the government.
Um, I really don't know how to manage my life right now besides that. tried to leave like 10 times. Let's go. Oh. Alright, right. be a good boy, baby. We love you, Pilgrim. Alright, we're um, going to Cafe Crest. Yeah, okay, it's far. It's like a 15 minute walk. You want to do it Let's do it. We go anywhere. God, these hiccups. Oof. I wonder if I'm like, you know, predisposed to getting hiccups. But now I'm like, Ugh. I do think Captain Fresh is really good though. Yeah, it's but great. It's like, I don't think there's any vegan stuff there. Well, I think that there are some great um, vegetarian options that you can modify if you want to, you know. But we can go. I will go anywhere. Cafe Press. They have really good coffee, which counts for a lot, you know. There's nothing worse than going to. Well, I want a place where we can, like, hang out and read Well, that's, that'll be a good place to do that, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it's raining. Shit. All right. I gotta put this in my bag. So, I'm eating a popsicle and running a bath at the same time. I've never felt more decadent. I just, I didn't know what it was, I thought it was going to scream more or something. That's what I like about it. It's not it's really screaming. It just kind of sings like monotone, like this high pitch kind of whale. But he's got a great voice. being able to sound dumb without worrying too much about it. You know, I think you you spend so much time writing and 
that you eventually go to school for and end up spending more time writing, you you start getting so obsessed with just every word and how to sound not smart, but, you know, like, new or inventive or powerful you want to sound. You don't want to be, like, so obvious that it's cliched, but you don't want to be so obtuse that nobody gets it. Um, you spend so much time figuring out how to communicate with somebody with words that you kind of forget that that's what words are for <laughs> and that you do it, all, like, all the time. <laughs> like, that's that's all we ever do. Um, and they just turn into this weird alien puzzle that, um, has stressed me out a lot more than I would ever want to, uh, I was going to say admit, but I guess I'm doing that now. Hey, Max. Um, I'm on my daily morning coffee and joint walk. Here in Seattle, a coffee and a joint is called a Seattle speedball. Um, I have to say weed has been something that's really surprised me because I feel like it's actually helped me manage my anxiety a lot. I've had so much anxiety since graduating from the MFA. Just, I feel so vulnerable all the time and nervous about how to balance everything. And I find myself wishing for some kind of future where, um, oh wow, I read as I'm saying that, I just watched a crow pick up a piece of popcorn and it's a little beak right in front of me. Anyway. You know, what the fuck is life, etc. But I want to let you know that what I'm carrying in my hands right now is this little cherry blossom that I found, even though it's gray as fuck still here. Uh, a mug of coffee, which is freezing cold at this point. A dog leash. A bag of my dog's morning dump. And I'm sort of still dressed in my PJs. Um. But I just passed the street corner, and I don't know if this ever happens to you. I'm sure that it does, and I'm sure this is not a unique experience, unfortunately. But there was a man on the corner who told me that he wants me to sit on his finger, and that he loves fat chicks. And he asked me if I would give him a blowjob. Of course, I flipped him the bird and told him, I told him to get a fucking life. Which is pretty much the lamest thing I could have said. So shocked I didn't know what to say. And then my dog started barking. And then everyone looked over. And I wanted to let the leash go loose. So badly. <laughs> but I just kept walking. And I kind of put my head down. And I felt really sad. And I cried. Because it was disgusting. And I was holding a bag of shit. And I just, nobody should be allowed to talk to someone like that. But who's going to do that? Who's going to be in charge of that? We have to be in charge of it ourselves, I guess. I don't know, it's a lot of pressure. Well, I love you. And I hope that your day is going well. Okay, bye.
Hey Colleen. I am on a train platform right now. It's a Loyola stop. Um, which is remarkably private at this time of night. Um, what time is it even? It's almost 8, I guess. So I'm at the end of the, the platform too where nobody stands. It's a terrifying place with a, a lovely view of the Whole Foods. Um, so what was, I, what was I going to talk about? I'm in stealth mode right now, which is a term I picked up in group in a group therapy thing I'm in, which, you know, I could probably talk about that, but it's um, just really baggy jeans and a sweater and gloves at the moment because, one, because it's cold enough to wear them, but two, because I have my nails all dead. Um, and there's no real reason why, except that I just got a sudden fear before I left the apartment. It just happens sometimes. But it becomes, you know, it sets off this question that I feel like comes up again and again, and especially in what we've been talking about with each other, which is, like, you know, how, what is it like to do these things as a woman? What is it like to live in this world and be seen as a woman? And then right now I'm confronting the fact that, like, one, that even in the best of times I'm often not perceived as such, but two, that occasionally, you know, I'll become so afraid that I will try to stealth my way out of it. You know, I'll try to, like... You know what? It goes back to the yeah, the question of like, you know, who, what is, what does it mean to be a woman in a in a world that doesn't generally perceive you as such, and in a world where sometimes you yourself um, are so scared of that perception, and I think, you know, rightfully so, given the society we're in, um, that you'll do everything you can to hide it, including uh, sort of creating this grand, awful lie for yourself. I think, um, I get asked a lot of questions of, like, if being on hormones makes me a lot more emotional. Um, and I can't necessarily speak to that. I don't think. I haven't noticed. I think being trans makes me a lot more emotional. <laughs> um, but I think that's also maybe why continuing what I was saying last night I've been kind of going out of my way to avoid things that would make me feel too hard ah there's an outbound train coming I don't know if you can hear that but that's my ride um, I'll probably pick this up later Yeah. talk to you soon Colleen bye <laughs> it's so hard to turn this off. Baby, what was your favorite part of the night? You did. 
very sad. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so sweet. I'll never see that, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs>